We're joined in this hour, or this half hour, I should say, by uh, Josh Ellis, who's with Reopen Illinois and the protests going on. Josh, good morning to you. Good morning. And I guess the first question would be, what would you like to see happen in Illinois? Uh, quite honestly, I'd like to see the executive orders uh, that, that are unconstitutional uh, canceled. We've seen a couple of protests here in Springfield already. One was somewhat of a spontaneous gathering of about four or five people on Thursday. And then I saw social media uh, include a couple of different groups, uh, not just across the country, uh, but here in Illinois. Uh, you're with the group Reopen Illinois. Tell me about the genesis of this uh, and uh, how quickly you think it grew in just a matter of days since last week. Well, we're actually with uh, actually a much larger group uh, that I'm running uh, called American Revolution 2.0. Uh, that's a nationwide uh, protest that is scheduled for May 1st. Uh, across every state, uh, nearly every state capital, some have slight variants just depending on their own state. Uh, Illinois had uh, a, a fairly large group already going called Reopen Illinois. Uh, we merged here in Illinois. They came, they came in with us. And uh, together, we're over 11,000 people in the group right now. Wow. Uh, and what are yeah. you seeing as far as, um, I guess, the enthusiasm, if that's one way you want to put it, uh, inside this, this, uh, this group? Uh, there's a lot of enthusiasm. I mean, it, you know, some of it's, some of it's a little, little over-enthusiastic. But, uh, you know, it, it's amazing to me to see the amount of people that are standing up and uh, speaking loudly about their constitutional freedoms and that they respect them and they want to maintain them. Josh because Ellis. Well, go ahead, yeah. Josh. So I was just going to say that that's mainly what the movement is about. Our message is we are responsible American citizens for the Constitution. Josh Ellis is with us from Reopen Illinois on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Josh, what, what is your assessment of Governor Pritzker and how he's handled this situation so far? And, and what do you say to the medical experts that say that social distancing and what we're doing right now is helping the situation? Well, I have no doubt of that. And that's, uh, you know, quite frankly, I think other than the con- unconstitutional mandates that have come down, uh, you know, management hasn't been that bad. Uh, the the issue I have is uh, is operating within the confines of the freedoms and rights that we are given. You know the the one drawback is that the the Constitution offers all of us rights, and it's the one document that that allows us the freedoms that we should have. And that's why you know at our protest, uh, different from many that have have gone on before. We actually are practicing six-foot social distancing. Uh, we are recommending that everybody wear a mask, highly recommending that. Um, you know, so we're, we're not, you know, deniers of the coronavirus. Uh, we simply are people who are for our constitutional rights and believe that it's our responsibility to take care of our health and take care of our neighbors, not the government. Josh Ellis is joining us. He's with uh, Reopen Illinois. You're an Illinois uh, resident, uh, but you're also part of a, a larger national group, Revol- uh, American Revolution 2.0. Um, so yeah. what would you, if you were able to sit down across the table from Governor Pritzker, what would you say to him right now? Uh, what I would say is, I mean, first off, like I said, we need to we need to lift the unconstitutional mandates. But really, this thing should have been about education from the beginning. Uh, and that's one of the main problems here is like our group, we had uh, we had a large Facebook page. 
uh, where, you know, that, that's primarily what I talked about, is educating other people uh, about this. Because a lot of Americans are afraid, a lot of Illinoisans are afraid right now of this thing. And there are steps you can take, very simple and easy steps you can take, to protect yourself. And quite frankly, the, the, the lockdowns, the shelter-in order, uh, the closing of certain businesses but not others, it, it, it does not does not protect you. You go to the grocery store, you grab the handle on the dairy aisle, uh, you know, refrigerator door there, you potentially could get this thing because it lasts on surfaces. So, you know, in in that, you still need to protect yourself, and it should have been about education. Uh, It should have been about helping people calm down and relax uh, and, and be safe. It should not have been about ordering them into their home. Josh Ellis is with us from uh, the, the uh, Reopen Illinois protest on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. I don't know, Josh, I, I think there was education going off for the point. I mean, what more could President Trump and, and, and Governor Pritzker have done to educate the Illinois? I mean, they, they've been talking about the things that you brought up since the beginning. Well, there's also been a lot of misinformation and media in general, it, you know, it, when you watch like the briefings, they're, they're busy attacking Trump on things. You know, they're arguing about whether he should have shut the border to China or not, calling him a racist. You, you know, I, I mean, <laughs> well, where, 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 where is, it, is this on some of the governor's briefings or on the t- on the television, on, on the media well, television? I, no, I mean, you've got the there was a tweet that came out from uh, Chuck Schumer right away. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, you know, a lot of those leading figures were busy calling him a racist for for trying to protect things off the bat and taking the story off of education. So that that's what I'm talking about is the story should have been just about education. And I I mean, I'm curious, quite frankly, when the media is going to stop doing that and just say, look, sir, how can we help? We're in the middle of a national emergency. How can we help you help our viewers? Well, wow. Anyway, Josh Ellis is with us on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. I mean, what you're saying, Josh, I think was, would, would, would make sense on a national level, but on the local level, yeah. media-wise, people are helping out a ton. I mean, I mean, yeah. it's, not just, it's not just our station. It's like, it's like there's tons of stations that are helping to get things going at the grassroots level. I mean, it, you know, a national media thing is one thing, but I think, you know, when you paint the brush of media, we all get painted in that. And I think the local media has done a pretty good job. I'll defend what they've done. You know, I don't think they've done any fear-mongering or anything. It's all been about information and, and making a decision. And that I agree on. Uh, the, the one thing I would say is also you have uh, organizations that are telling people kind of misinformation. When you're telling somebody that they shouldn't wear a mask, uh, you know, it, it comes across as a little confusing. The, the statement shouldn't be you shouldn't wear a mask. Masks actually do work. Uh, so, I mean, th- there's a reason that when you go to the hospital, a doctor is wearing a mask. There is a proper way to use a mask uh, that right. eliminates the, the chances of spreading it. Same with gloves. Gloves do work, but there's a correct way to do it. And a lot of times that message doesn't really get across. You can't take and wear a pair of gloves as a grocery clerk all day long. All you're doing is transferring the, the virus potentially on the gloves. They, they, they do nothing to stop the spread of it when you're wearing them all day long. They're supposed to be single use. Same with the mask. If, if you're constantly touching the mask, it doesn't work. You know, that's, that's the big thing. And just a regular pleated doctor's mask is less effective. It's not ineffective. It's just less effective than an N95. Same with just a bandana. You know, I mean, just throwing a bandana across your face gives you a little more protection. It's not as effective as an N95 mask. 
an N95 mask blocks 95% or more of all particulates all the way down to 0.3 microns. And just for, you know, uh, just for comparison's sake, the average uh, human hair is about 100 microns thick, and we're talking about 0.3. Josh Ellis with uh, Reopen Illinois joining us. you got a, a protests planned for Chicago and here in Springfield, May 1st. Uh, is that... Uh, Will that wrap up? Will that not happen if the governor doesn't extend his orders, or um, are you anticipating the governor is going to extend those orders? I mean, I'm anticipating that he is going to extend those orders, uh, and that's the funny thing is, you know, I was I was talking to a, uh, a lawyer friend of mine. Uh, technically, his orders have been invalid since, uh, according to that lawyer, April seventh. That's when the 30 day mark of his emergency powers uh, ended. So without the the legislative body coming in and changing the law, he no longer has those powers. They are simply recommendations. Well, and from my understanding, uh, he can reissue another emergency declaration uh, in 30-day increments. Uh, but that'll be for the uh, the lawyers and the legislature yeah. to, to, to battle out. So, But it sounds exactly. like one of the main things you're, you're pushing here is is not necessarily, and I'm sure that you, you want to see, the economy open back up, but it's also about asserting your constitutional rights. Would you like to see, I know some states have spelled out uh, that uh, certain activities, if they fall under the First Amendment rights of free assembly or, you know, religious gatherings or things along those lines, uh, if they fall with under those parameters, they're allowed because they're constitutional rights. Do you want to see something like that here in Illinois that where the governor may, you know, extend the emergency, uh, you know, stay at home orders, but modify it a bit to allow for people to go to church to allow for people to you know uh have you know certain free assembly gatherings and whatnot what what would you like to see the governor do uh with any kind of stay-at-home order modifications well even a stay-at-home order i mean the 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 first amendment uh religious protection uh was one of the clearest violations and that that is not a nationwide uh that is not a nationwide thing uh there are certain states who have not done that they have said that churches are exempt which is would have been the correct thing to do but also uh you have the stay-at-home order being essentially a a um uh, house arrest and you you have you know basically violation of due process under the fifth amendment then so you're, you're telling people that they have to stay at home because a virus is not a crime. Uh, you, you can't punish people and tell them that they can't do this. You can't tell certain businesses that they're allowed to stay open and others are not. You know, for example, a restaurant, re- my, my father-in-law owns a restaurant. They are constantly cleaning down surfaces. They are constantly taking the dishes immediately into the back. How are you less likely to catch a disease in a place that, that cleans constantly than you are at a grocery store that typically doesn't? You know, you, the grocery cart, you're going to get it. The, you know, standing when early on, it was, there was no six-foot separation. Plus, you've got, you know, all the surfaces you touch in there. Those aren't cleaned down constantly. What's the difference between that and a restaurant who actually does clean? Yeah. yeah, all all good points, Josh. Listen, we're out of time, but thank you so much for that, and uh, good luck on your protest May first.